Libra solar eclipse and decoding ancestral toxic patterns in your lineage. What if you were fully aware of exactly what ancestral karmic patterns and curses perhaps you were unconsciously operating from? But more importantly, what if you actually had the tools to heal and to disrupt them? Well, today on the Sovereign Woman Movement podcast, on this very powerful Eclipse Week, we are going to be diving deep into just this. Satnam, a beautiful Sovereign Woman, Satnam, oh my God, does it feel good to say that? I am back, beautiful goddesses, more sovereign, more fearless, and more excited and ecstatic than ever to help and assist each and every one of you in disrupting ancestral karmic intergenerational patterns of emotional pain in your lineage. Yes, I have been gone for a few months, actually a couple of months from the podcast. And before we get into what we're going to be talking about this week, I kind of just want to reiterate exactly what we do here in our uh, podcast movement as a Sovereign Woman movement, why we're here and what our mission is. I want to remind us all that the Sovereign Woman movement is a collective of empowered women determined to end the cycle of emotional pain in our lives and lineage that many times show up as relentless patterns of old depression, addiction, toxic relationships, and childhood trauma. And we do this by disrupting these patterns at the level of the DNA in our life and seven generations before and after us. Our mission is actually pretty clear and precise. We're here to heal the nervous system, rewire the brain, and reclaim our sovereignty by breaking free from these ancestral karmic chains that have held us trapped in repeating patterns of emotional pain with my AVI method of kundalini yoga meditation therapy and, of course, in miracle spiritual psychotherapy. And my goodness, does it feel good to be able to say that once again. You know what? It is absolutely amazing to be back here and with all of you because I have been on a really fast paced moving journey of exponential growth. I have been forced myself to go through a major rebirth and to face some of my own biggest fears over the last couple of months. In fact, this last two months especially has felt so supercharged, so fast paced so much incredible growth spiritually, personally, and professionally that it almost has given me this newfound passion and drive to further our movement and to continue to bring these teachings to the world. As some of you know, before we get into decoding this eclipse this week and understanding how you can specifically figure out what ancestral karmic patterns you might be repeating, I want to share with you all where I've been and why this is relevant. As some of you know, if you're part of my email newsletter or if you're part of one of my communities, I was recently accepted into the Kundalini Yoga Therapist Program for the, with the Guru Ramda Center, which is based out of, they're internationally all over the world, but uh, it is based out of New Mexico where the uh, original ashram that uh, Jogi Bhajan actually uh, created from when he came from India to the West to, to spread and teach these uh, teachings of Kundalini Yoga. And through this therapist program, I mean, I've been like a giddy, happy child. Let me tell you, I was always a schoolgirl. I was always the girl with uh, tons of books in her backpacks and in her backpack and just making sure I got A pluses. Like I thoroughly enjoy school. 
when I was a child, I knew that I wanted to be a therapist. But when I found out that therapists, and especially as it relates to Western modern medicine, has a lot to do with just being a prescriber of pharmaceuticals and pills, I was like, this doesn't resonate. This is not something that I want to do. And fast forward to today, and not only becoming a Kundalini Yoga teacher, but then finding out that in Kundalini Yoga uh, training, there is also a therapist program that is actually governed by and then led by some really wise sages. I would just call them sages, teachers, Harvard professionals, doctors, PhDs, incredible souls that I have now been able to network with and meet and learn from, which has just opened my awareness around the power of Kundalini Yoga for deep, deep healing and beyond healing for self-realization, for awakening to your power, to the God, to God herself experiencing herself through you, through, for you to crown yourself as the royal goddess that you are, which is what these technologies give us. And meeting these people, you know, like one of my um, teachers shared with us, uh, he's a very advanced doctor, a very advanced doctor and studies a lot and, and works a lot with the different universities. And he can come up to you and basically put his hands on your pulse and he can literally tell you exactly where the disease is in your body, in what organ, and also how it is associated to a specific emotion and a pattern. And this is something that he can do because he is very sensitive to his own energy. That's one of the things about Kundalini Yoga. When you're not in a pattern of repetitive, unconscious, toxic patterns of thoughts that have been inherited in the DNA, and you instead practice these practices, what's happening is you're running energy through your system, through your meridian lines, through your energy lines, like in uh, Chinese medicine, as known as the meridian lines and in Kundalini Yoga, then you're super intuitive and super sensitive where you can truly read the energy and understand where the physical ailment is because it all starts as energy. So being around these very wise sages and teachers and just getting really... Uh, submerged in the teachings of Kundalini Yoga therapy and teaching it therapeutically has been incredible. And the same, at the same time that I'm going through this rebirth and educationally and, and professionally, you know, my Sovereign Women Academy group coaching program, which, we're, which is where we do the deep healing work of disrupting ancestral karmic patterns and my women's community, which a Satori, which is like the starting point to get into this deep healing work. I've been operating those day to day. In fact, I've been going through a major rebirth with my communities as it relates to up-leveling and remodeling, not necessarily taking things out, but adding more things and changing it up to make it even more powerful, including a lot of like worksheets, uh, processes and, and procedures to follow to actually disrupt these uh, very disruptive patterns that show up in our life as addiction, as cold depression, as toxic relationship patterns, divorce, and as also childhood trauma and abuse. And so I've been up-leveling professionally. My academy is going through a big up-level. And while all of this was happening, of course, like the law of polarity, which is inevitable to escape from here in this uh, world or in this incarnation, a lot of chaos started to happen in my personal life 
the biggest tipping point, which is where I've been in the last uh, two months, was my mother, my beautiful madrecita, going through a hell with the healthcare system. I'm going to leave this subject to a future podcast, but just to know that there's a reason why I was taken there. There's a reason why I got to firsthand see what a disaster the healthcare system is. And there's a reason why my mom had to go through months of severe pain to finally one day having to be taken into the hospital for emergency spine surgery. So through that, I had to spend a lot of time in the hospital and I had to really face a lot of these parts of the human condition that are not necessarily easy to face. I do that already in my day-to-day work in helping women heal and disrupt these patterns. But being in the hospital was a whole other vibe. Like just the fact that I had to face my biggest fears about death, about my mom's illness and what she was going through, which thank God she's doing so much better. And there's so many blessings and miracles with everything that has occurred, including her starting her Kundalini yoga meditation practice. But, you know, there were so many things that happened in that hospital, like me seeing a young woman die and her mom completely uh, falling apart in front of us because of her death. She died accidentally or she died tragically. Nobody dies accidentally. She died tragically in a car accident and seeing other human beings suffer through what is known as a human experience because of severe physical pain and illness. And the energy in the hospital itself really just have forced me to not only face these fears, but to go beyond the fear and to realize first, how much God has always been protecting me and my lineage. And second, how grateful I am to be part of that 2%. There is a tattoo out there that exists for people that uh, have overcome addiction, severe addictions, which is 2%. Only about 2% of the human population ever transcends and overcomes severe addictions and especially heals their life the way I have been able to do in not only healing my addiction, healing cold depression, healing the toxic relationship patterns in my and my uh, marriage and in my uh, relationship patterns with my mother, healing childhood wounds and abandonment and trauma, all of those things that I was able to do really elevated me to the state of fearlessness. And it had a lot to do with the fact that one of the things that I'm so grateful for, of course, is my community. Because just as much as I was growing through the last couple of months, you know, showing up for the daily classes, they say that the teacher learns faster than the student. If you want to master something, teach it. And that's exactly how I feel because these teachings as it is are on steroids. Like these teachings bring you to the root cause. They bring you back home so that you can disrupt the pattern at the level of the DNA. So imagine me teaching them. It's like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm on this jet constantly coming back home to myself with deep awareness and deep miraculous uh, uh, shifts of perception. And so as I was growing, I noticed in my community, the women in my community were going through very similar things. Maybe not exactly the same things, but they carried the same dynamics. And a lot of it does have to do with the astral energy that we're going to talk about right now. But most of it has to do with the fact that if you're part of conscious community, your nervous system start wiring together, your neurons and your brain start wiring together. So not only can you help each other and assist each other, but you can use each other as a mirror to help you liberate yourself from these like really uh, places in life where we feel like they're like dark nights of the soul, where we feel like we're not going to be able to come back into the light. 
So while I'm going through my major growth, the women in my community are going through the major growth. And honestly, they have been my saving grace along with my family and my daily satna practice, right? In going beyond this fear, especially of death, to fearlessness and going from being afraid to die to learning and honoring and being grateful in, in how to live every single day of my life. So this has been an incredible time in my life with complete liberation, a level of sovereignty that I didn't think I could ever reach and alignment, alignment with my purpose, with my pathway, with the right people, and also with the people that needed to leave my life to finally end up leading. So for all of us, we're all going through major transformative changes. And yes, a lot of it has to do with the astrological energies. I mean, that, those are very specific based on your chart. In fact, I'm going to share with you today how to find out what karmic patterns you're repeating based on your astrological chart. But most of it has to do with the fact that we're human beings and that if we're not evolving, we're dying. And that sadly, now that epigenetics proves this, the science of epigenetics, most of us are actually unconscious 90 to 95% of the day. And we're operating out of these unconscious, toxic, intergenerational patterns of emotional pain. The four that I help women specifically disrupt in my academy are addiction. And this could be substance abuse. This could be alcohol, pharmaceuticals, food, thoughts. I help also with cold depression, which of course is when we suppress our emotions by numbing them. With also with uh, childhood abuse and trauma, which is a very common ancestral pattern that we inherit. In fact, if the ancestral, if the child abuse or trauma you went through, or your mom or great grandma or dad went through was not uh, acknowledged and healed, it is inevitable that you are going to be repeating that yourself. You might just be unconscious about the fact that your mom went through it herself too. And also, of course, the fact that these patterns are so engraved into our DNA that we can't just put a Band-Aid on it like a pharmaceutical, which is why traditional therapy does not work or has very low success rates. So we are beings that are constantly evolving. And when we finally uh, bring awareness into our life through meditative practices like Kundalini Yoga and spiritual psychotherapy practices like The Course in Miracles, you start to basically create these miracles this awareness of the shifts and perceptions that can occur within you so that you get off the pattern, you get off the hamster wheel and you start to embody also the ancestral gifts because your ancestors also left you a ton of beautiful gifts that they want you to now also use in your life. So during this week, coming back on an eclipse week is so relevant because what I want to talk about this week is first of all, what to expect from the podcast now. I'll be going live three times a week and each day will have its own specific teaching based on the theme for the week. So for example, on Mondays, you can expect Astro Ancestry Moon Day, where we're going to be unveiling the astrological transits and the patterns that shape our lives for the week. We're also going to be exploring how these movements of the planets and stars actually influence the ancestral karmic patterns we're unconsciously operating under. And we're also going to set the stage for the week's transformative theme. Tomorrow on Tuesdays, you can expect Ancestral A Course in Miracles Miracles, where we're going to be diving deep into the wisdom of A Course in Miracles, which is spiritual psychotherapy on steroids, as we embark on this journey to break free from these family curses, from these family ancestral intergenerational patterns of pain. 
and we'll be able to discover how the spiritual psychotherapy is used to be able to get to the root cause of healing the mind. And on Wednesdays, I'm going to bring forth with to you all Kundalini Therapy Ancestral Karmic Resets, where we're going to be unlocking this profound healing power of Kundalini Yoga Therapy as we dive into the weekly themes and we actually create and generate these karmic resets at the level of the nervous system and at the level of the brain. Through these transformative Kundalini techniques, you'll be able to release these deep-seated ancestral wounds so that you can liberate yourself, body, mind, and spirit, and so that ultimately you can self-realize as God herself experiencing herself through you. That is an ultimate pattern we're here to all disrupt. So as we move into this week's theme, I want to really focus first on understanding ancestral karma understanding and becoming aware and decoding of what specific ancestral patterns we are governing and operating under unconsciously. You're not a victim. If you're continuing to uh, experience the same toxic relationship patterns of betrayal, infidelity, or abuse, something has to be disrupted at the level of the DNA. If you're continuing to struggle with addiction, whether it's you going through the addiction or somebody in your family is going through the addiction, it's not a coincidence that it keeps repeating. This is a pattern that's rooted in the DNA and we can disrupt it. If you're someone that is continuously de experiencing depression or there's a long line of depression in your life or in, the, in your lineage's life, it's not a coincidence. This is an ancestral karmic pattern that needs to be disrupted. And of course, if you're experiencing any types of patterns of childhood abuse and trauma, these are patterns that need to be disrupted at the level of the DNA. So through the eclipses and through the astrological energy, we can learn a lot about what these patterns actually are. The first problem is that we're unaware and we think we're victims. Number two is that then we become aware and it becomes really uncomfortable because now we don't know how to actually break the pattern. Now we're no, we know we're insecure. We don't have self-worth or we're aligning with these toxic relationships. Well, how do you stop that from happening? So with astrology specifically, we're going to get into that tomorrow with the Course in Miracles and Kundalini Yoga. But today, I want to focus on astrologically because through your astrological chart, you can learn a lot. And this is a perfect week to do that because we're moving into eclipse season. Eclipse season is incredibly powerful. And there's a lot of reasons why. And even astrology being the first science ever created to understand it, which is also a, a lifelong journey to be able to understand and embed astrology into your life is a pathway to sovereignty in itself. Because as above, so below, what the cosmos are doing, what the planets are doing, absolutely impact what you are experiencing in this world. But not every Capricorn or every Gemini or every Taurus is gonna be experiencing the energy specifically. In fact, it's about your astrological chart and what other aspects, because when you were born, it was almost like the universe took a picture of all the stars. The second that you were incarnated, your soul incarnated into this body, it's like the universe took this Polaroid picture of what the stars were doing in, this, in the cosmos. And that whole picture is what really details, hey, what are the karmic patterns you're dealing with here? What are your assets? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Which then we can use the chart to actually get to know ourselves more and to self-realize. That's why these tools are tools of self-realization. And that's why I combine them 
with my Kundalini yoga therapy coaching and training. And so this week, for example, we have an eclipse and eclipses are very powerful for many reasons. Number one, you and I are mostly made of water. So just the way eclipses affect the tides of the ocean, they're going to affect you emotionally, energetically, especially in the nervous system and in the brain, which is why nature, birds, animals can tell. They intuitively know when an eclipse is happening. Your body also knows when an eclipse is happening, which is why already this week you might feel, you might be feeling the, the polarities of anxiety and like something really amazing is going to happen by the same token, like you're feeling like the other shoe is going to drop. That's what this chaotic energy of the eclipses can do. And that's also the reason that is, is because uh, you have to think about it like you're a plant, right? Like we are like plants. We, we need water. We need light in order to grow and evolve, right? So if you have eclipses, that means that either the moon is covering the light from the sun to the earth or opposite, right? The, the sun is covering uh, the light from the moon to the earth that's the difference between the solar and the lunar eclipses so there is a different amount of light that's or a different frequency of light that's coming and in, in, in hitting and impacting earth during eclipses and because that is that changes the way we relate to that energy that day that really opens up like this uh, portal think of it like energy portal that allows you to gain a lot of wisdom intuitive nudges knowledge that's why our ancestors during eclipses, they performed rituals. They definitely meditated because these were breaking points. These, these were like huge, massive new beginnings or cycles ending for the new moon solar eclipse, which we're going to be experiencing here on Saturday, the 14th. Most of the time you would see those as major new beginnings. But the thing with this new moon solar eclipse in Libra is that just as much as a new moon and a new beginning, it is a major karmic ending to a bigger cycle because now we're moving into in late October we're going to have a the last uh eclipse in the Scorpio excuse me in the Taurus Scorpio axis which is a north and south node when you have an eclipse they always touch a specific north and south node axis a specific sign we've been having these Scorpio Taurus eclipses for the last few years since like 2017 and now that's ending now we're moving into this Libra Aries axis, which is going to bring a whole different vibe every time these eclipses come forth. So with this Libra uh, new moon eclipse that's happening on Saturday, it's almost like we're closing out like 20 year cycles because of the influence Pluto has this week. But we're also stepping into a brand new beginning, a brand new vibe, a brand new way of being in this world, which is why so many people are so afraid this week. It's like an old self is dying and a new one is being rebirthed and here's the thing about this energy uh we are so afraid of death when we don't realize that nothing in this world truly dies it transforms energy cannot be killed or destroyed it is transformed into something else where we bring a lot of fear into our life is when we resist the transformation when we resist the change and here's the thing that's been happening this is why this eclipse is so monumental Pluto, the planet of the underworld, the planet of the dark shadows, has been pretty much doing a dance for the last 20 years, since 2008, in Capricorn. And it is finally going to leave the sign of Capricorn for the, for the sign of Aquarius, which really starts to symbolize this new era for humanity, 
in March of 2024. But what is happening this week is that Pluto, the king of the underworld, the king of the shadows, is finally going to come direct. It was retrograde. It went retrograde for a little bit in Aquarius. And it left Aquarius, went retrograde in Capricorn, stayed retrograde. And now this week, right before the eclipse, it's going to go direct for the last time before it leaves the sign of Capricorn next March 2024. So what this eclipse is bringing to a full circle is the lessons you have been learning, especially as it relates to abuse of power since 2008. Why do you think all these people are being sent to court like Donald Trump, like Biden? Wherever there has been abuse of power, we have seen so many things come to the light as it relates to even child abuse, child trafficking. All of these people that are where you thought were amazing people being put to jail, being put in jail because of rape, of sexual abuse. Why? Because Pluto went into the underworld and brought up all of this basic, basically toxicity and it's not done yet. <laughs> it's not going to finish until March of 2024, which next year is going to be revolutionary because we have an election year here in, in the United States of America. So talk about more exposure of where the abuse was done and talk about realignment to what Aquarius symbolizes. See, Pluto in Capricorn is about the power from the top down. One ruler, top down. Pluto in Aquarius is different because Aquarius is about the community. It's humanitarian. So it's about the power to the people. This is why the United States of America is going through what is known as a Pluto return, which only happens about every 246 years. And of course, it doesn't happen in you in our life because we're, we don't grow to be 246 years old yet. But for the United States of America, which has its own chart, it is going through its Pluto return, which means like when the Roman Empire went through its Pluto return, it completely fell apart. Everything fell apart and something new had to be rebirthed. That is what's happening to the United States of America, which is why we are a central focal point here of all of the mass changes that are occurring and also all of the exposure of the abuse of power. So now as we step into this Pluto energy this week, Pluto has been excavating. It's been bringing to the light. It's asking us to be with what is, to learn to accept our shadow and not try to reject it because when we reject it, we project it. When you're judging others because look what she did, look what he did. It's because you judge yourself a lot. It's because you're unconscious about how you are not compassionate with self. So Pluto being retrograde, we were literally taken by the hand inward toward, towards our shadows, towards those limiting beliefs. And we were shown what is lying within us and what needs to be healed. We're now during this eclipse, now ready for closure. We're waiting to step into our truth, to step into our power, regardless of who it is we offend. Pluto loves to make sure you honor, accept, and become aware of your shadow. And this is really difficult for people. I wonder all the time, why don't more women jump onto the uh, dark shadow work of healing themselves? Because it's not easy and it's not simple or fun. Nobody wants to admit that they are the problem as much as they are the solution in their life. It is easier for us to continue to stay identifying to a story of trauma, to a story of abuse, to a story of life doesn't work out for me, to a story of I'm not worthy because we're so programmed to be in that story. So as we start to gain awareness of our true power, that scares the hell out of us. 
And Pluto is saying, it's time for you to stop being so afraid. And so the other thing with this Libra uh, full moon, or excuse me, Libra solar eclipse, is that what it's forcing us to do is to bring into harmony, Libra, harmony, balance, the shadow, and the light, both aspects of ourselves, to learn to honor them, to know that we are not our emotions, we are not our patterns of thinking, and we are also not our past that our true essence lies within, that our intrinsic worth is from within. And that we can accept that, we can step into this world sovereign, going beyond those patterns of karmic pain that we've all been operating under from. And here's the thing about this week too. And this is where I want you to really understand how by you simply pulling your astrological chart, you can tell what specific pain points you are repeating as it relates to ancestral karmic pattern because here's the thing this week we're having also a major influence from our beautiful friend that is known as the wounded healer himself chiron now chiron is this asteroid that is has been very active especially for the last two years forcing us to dive deep into like our deepest most painful inner child pain and this is not to punish you. <laughs> this is not because God is an angry, revengeful God. What we're being given is an incredible opportunity to help us source power from these wounds, to shift our perception about the wounds as some kind of weakness and to see them as our actual strength, to see them as the pathway as to the entry door to our ultimate sovereign being. See, what happens with Chiron is that Chiron, along with Pluto this week, helps heighten our powers. And I truly do believe we are all getting a second chance, especially this week in the eclipse season, whether it's a second chance at love in a relationship, a second chance in harmony with your business, a second chance in your health. We're all getting the second chance, right? But if we are still operating under the old programming, especially since 2008, of what you valued in relationships, what you valued in money, what you valued in your business, what you valued as it relates to healing, then you're going to suffer tremendously because what you're really doing is you're hiding your gifts. What I am seeing right now, and this is what's something that I had to go through and relinquish, especially last month, is how afraid I actually was of my power. Being around such evolved beings that are my Kundalini Yoga therapist teachers and evolved beings that are the community and the, and the women in my community that are ed, ed, focused on evolution, not on separation or competition. It has been heart opening just to see how powerful we truly are. And what's truly scares us is not our dark. It, what scares us is our powers. And if my teacher, a doctor can put your fingers on your pulse and tell you exactly what physical illness you have and what emotion is driving that. So can you and so can I. If Jesus Christ was able to be on that cross and say, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And if Jesus Christ said, you will do bigger things than I have ever done. Why don't you believe it? It's because of this Chiron wound that shows up in our chart that tells us we're not enough or even worse we have the witches wounds many of us which means our ancestors had these healing powers that they literally were burned at the stake for that they had to hide because they didn't want to be deemed as weird or they didn't want to be stoned 
Jesus Christ was not afraid to step into his power. And this is why we suffer when we are afraid of overcoming and transcending these wounds. It is because we're afraid to let go of that story of identity of pain. And you see, Chiron is so revelatory because you can easily now, and what I did is I created a process sheet on how to do this. So if you're interested in downloading that, you can download it here below at the link below to actually show you specifically this week as Eclipse rolls in, what wound you are dealing with so that you could bring your the light to it. I had a question about this come up where somebody had posted something about how some wounds that we go through in life are just simply unhealable, that there's just no way of healing them. And I completely disagree with that. In fact, I commented on the post and I said, not only is this not true, the fact that we have the, the power of awareness simply shows us that anything in this world is healable. And I had another very uh, smart, intelligent astrologer ask me on that uh, comment thread, well, then what does Chiron do for us in this world? If Chiron comes and shows us where the wound is, how is it that we're able to heal it? And I said, simple. The fact that you simply become aware of what where that wound is, is enough for that wound to be accepted, not changed. So awareness allows us to accept, which is 99% of the healing journey. When you are aware of your shadows, when you are aware of your wounds, no one can use them against you and your mind can use them against you. But the fact that we are not courageous enough or we don't have enough chi energy in our system because we're driven by cortisol hormones of uh, stress hormones of cortisol and adrenaline, we don't do the inner work of preventive medicine to make our brain more agile, to change the, 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 the patterns at the level of the nervous system. That is what keeps us in this wound. So what you wanna do this week, since we're decoding and becoming, becoming aware of these ancestral karmic patterns that we're operating under is very simple. You can simply go to a free astrological website, just Google astrology chart, free astrology chart. You're gonna need your birth date, of course, birth time, that's gonna be pretty important, and where you were born. And you're gonna plug this in into this calculator. You can even Google, find calculator to find out where Chiron sits on my chart. You can even Google that exact phrase and it, you will get a chart or excuse me, a calculator that then you'll plug in the information and then it's gonna tell you where Chiron sits in your chart. So for me, for example, Chiron sits in, or in the sign of Taurus. So what I did then is I spent some time understanding what Chiron and Taurus is all about. And if you don't know the impact of Taurus or what that means, because you haven't studied astrology, you can even then go Google Chiron and Taurus influence. What does this mean? So then when what happens here is with Chiron, when you find Chiron in your birth chart, Chiron is always gonna be the sign that's listed between Pluto and the black moon Lilith. So if you notice where Pluto is on your chart this week, it's gonna be very instrumental too, because Pluto has such a big influence on this week's eclipse. So then you're going to find out what house Chiron sits on, right? And this house, each house is Taurus, all the different houses, one through 12, plus the names of the planets, they all symbolize something completely different. For example, if you find out that your Chiron is in Aries, you're probably working through some kind of inner child wound of self of your identity.
if you find out that your Chiron is in Gemini, then you're probably working through some kind of wound that has to do with communication or your words. If you are somebody that has a Chiron in Cancer, let's say, you're probably working on a wound of your family. And that is very, very ancestral, tied to ancestral karmic patterns. If you are somebody that finds out that Chiron is in Leo, for example, this is the wound of talent, of, 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 of not diminishing your light. If you are somebody who has Chiron in Virgo, this is the wound of perfection that you're here to heal from. Chiron in Libra, the wound of relationship. Chiron in Scorpio, the wound of control. We all have a control problem, by the way, but if yours is in Libra specifically, you probably have an authority problem where you don't trust God a lot. Chiron in Sagittarius, the wound of belief. Chiron in Capricorn, the wound of recognition, very similar to Leo. Chiron in Aquarius, the wound of belonging. Chiron in Pisces, the wound of betrayal. So once you find out exactly where Chiron sits on your chart, for me, Chiron and Taurus, Taurus is always searching for safety and security through material possessions and values, but they never feel totally secure because material possessions just aren't fulfilling in them. So my big karmic inner child wound that showed up in my chart as Chiron and Taurus was always about feeling intrinsically worthy, feeling already whole and complete from inside of me. And this was so revelatory when I found out because I'm also a Capricorn son and Capricorns deal a lot with possessions, material possessions and things of that nature. They strive, they work hard as a goat to stay dedicated to acquiring these. So when I found out that my Chiron was in Taurus, I realized how my childhood had played out this wound to then later develop the unconscious ancestral karmic patterns as an adult that kept me in belief of lack or in belief of there's never enough because it didn't matter how much money I made over six figures. It was never enough. So once I understood this wound, I started to really work with these energies. And especially when I knew that these particular planetary aspects were really active like this week during eclipse week. And what I did was I started to apply specific energy work, specific meditations to help me heal this specific wound. And more importantly, what this work enabled me was to really understand my ancestors, to understand how my specific patterns, the ones that I had been through, especially as a child, were just basically transitions or uh, ending points of something that our, my ancestors could not heal. So what I did for you all is I created this worksheet that actually shows you how to actually find this out in your birth chart, which you can download below in the link. I suggest that you do this today as soon as possible so that you can prepare energetically for Saturday's uh, super solar eclipse, new moon eclipse in Libra, and so that you can, through awareness, start to decode these particular aspects of your ancestral karmic patterns. Now, what we're going to do to support this tomorrow, we're going to go deep into understanding if you know what these ancestral karmic patterns are, then how do we actually disrupt them? I'll be sharing with you some really important spiritual psychotherapy from A Course in Miracles, which you can apply to prepare you for Saturday's eclipse. And then on Wednesday in our Kundalini Yoga Karmic Reset, I'm going to be sharing with you the actual technology 
to reset these karmic imprints so that you can step into this eclipse energy and in this new cycle of your life in complete sovereign power above and beyond those patterns of ancestral emotional pain that you have been repeating so that you can heal seven generations before you and seven generations after you. So make sure you subscribe, make sure you set your notifications so that you are basically told when I do go live, again, live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And tomorrow we're gonna be diving deep into this particular subject matter so that you can be fully prepared for one for our Saturday's uh, super solar eclipse in Libra. I wanna thank you all for your incredible energy. I wanna thank you all for all that you have shared with me, especially in the last few months. I can't express to you how excited and grateful I am to be back on the podcast. And I can't wait to see your evolution as you join us in our movement of disrupting ancestral karmic patterns at the level of the DNA. Be blessed and I'll see you again soon.